today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. This is a conversation that we had a couple of months ago, uh, or very similar to, uh, with uh, Tim Danson, the lawyer for the Mahaffey and French families. Uh, Paul Bernardo, uh, I guess, eligible for day parole and uh, has hearings scheduled, then postpones them. He has postponed this one until October 28, uh, October 2018, which means, of course, the family has to get ready. Uh, Tim has to brief them and, 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 and get ready for this sort of thing. And then, of course, nah, let's do it next year. Uh, what I don't understand is if he's been deemed a danger. Well, let's start with that question. We'll bring in Timothy Dance and lawyer for the Mahaffey and French families. If this man has been deemed a dangerous offender, what's the significance of the designation? Tim, thank you very much for taking the time to join us. What is the significance of the, the dangerous offender designation? Well, I think it's, it's uh, extremely significant, and I am in discussions with the parole board now that Bernardo, when he finally comes before the parole board, that his hearing be bifurcated. That is, that they first deal with the dangerous offender designation because it's a very, very specific designation um, with a very, very high threshold that requires significant medical evidence to displace the findings um, that were made, uh, you know, a couple of decades ago. Uh, and I think, in principle, that's different than the ordinary uh, considerations for parole. Uh, currently, I think the parole board's uh, view of it is is that that they make the determination both with respect to dangerous offender and uh, parole, and so uh, they have to look at risk assessment at large, and so therefore it ought not to be bifurcated. Um, that probably gets into a very technical legal argument, which I'm pursuing, but the bottom line is is that when the parole board considers Paul Bernardo's uh, parole application they will have to deal with all the factors that gave rise to the dangerous offender designation, the medical evidence that was produced at, uh, for that uh, designation, and consider all risk factors uh, that um, are relevant uh, to public safety. Uh, and it's my view that, uh, while I maintain the view that uh, the chances of Paul Bernardo ever getting paroled are somewhere between zero and nil, uh, I've been doing this for 37 years, and I take nothing for granted. So we will prepare. We will be vigilant. Uh, it's, of course, very, very difficult for the families. Here we are almost 25 years later, and uh, they have to consider you know, victim impact statements. And quite frankly, just the thought that Paul Bernardo is eligible mm. or, and, and thinks he has a right uh, to freedom uh, after the uh, horrific and barbaric, sadistic crimes that he committed against their, their children. How are the families holding up, Tim? Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I had a, uh, a long chat with Donna French yesterday, and um, and understandably, they try to kind of tune these things out, um, particularly the, the more recent story with respect to the Facebook uh, um, uh, matter with Carla Homoka, and, or they, they, or right. they tune it out, mm. not because they're not interested, it's just because it's so painful. Yeah. Um, but the but the parole hearing is... is, is um, is something that um, they must participate in. Uh, they, 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 they will stand shoulder to shoulder with their daughters and make sure that their voices are heard by the parole board. And when you, um, uh, you know, attempt to put pen to paper to do a victim impact statement, uh, it's as if it was yesterday. Yeah. There's been no passage of time. The, the pain is as raw and as hard as it always has been. 
I mean, obviously, with the passage of time, their ability to cope uh, is more manageable, but the pain doesn't dissipate at all. So it revisits uh, old wounds, and uh, uh, it's emotionally um, stressful for them. And and you made a a very, very important point in your introduction, which is, um, uh, you know, there's Paul Bernardo. uh, He says, you know, he's he's had multiple uh, uh, dates for uh, his parole hearings, and he keeps putting them off. Uh, the family has to start getting geared up for each one of them, which is very, very uh, gut-wrenching and traumatic for them. And then, you know, we thought we were going to do it in August, then it was going to be next month, and now we're told it's a year from now. On the one hand, it, the families are, will take advantage of the reprieve because it's so difficult. But um, the system needs to change that... Uh, the Paul Bernardos of the world just can't dictate whenever they want how these things are going to proceed. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.